This is Johnny Pemberton, and you're listening to Live to Tape Podcast. Podcast with me, Johnny Pemberton, here on the sound. The sound is the sound you're what? hearing right now. It's me. What do you this mean? Is the beginning of the podcast. Yeah, I know it obviously, is. Obviously, because this is the first thing you're hearing. So here it is. Yeah. I'm just literally on my knees. Shut up. Shut up. It's going to get really good. Talking, telling you this at the beginning of the podcast. You've played this song many, many times before. You know that, right? you played this song like a bunch. Yes, I know. Okay, I guess you're just going to use it as an intro. No problem. Three, seven, twenty-four, go. Hey, welcome to Live to Tape. Hi. Today my guest is Chris Locke, a comedian, a dad, an actor, a human, a fully mobile kind of guy around okay. town. Okay. Check him out. Also, be sure to check out SBI Press, yes. that's Star Burns Industries Press, and become a founding ground floor member of the Tape Club, in which my cassette, recorded for quality assurance, will be released upon... Understand that? Yes. I think you do, baby. I'll see you back. I'll see you in the woods or something, okay? You were just looking at it. Sounds good? Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. This is the beginning. I'm okay. waiting for it to fade out. It's I prearranged the fade, so you know, you know that works. <laughs> you don't have to do that. That's not like required of you. Okay. They always have cool so- sounds that are like... Chew, 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 chew. Sour. Sour gash. Honk. Kettleman. Betsy Kettleman, the one who stopped the men. <laughs> the men the men who got stopped by BKK. <laughs> Betsy, how's it sound to you? Hey. You can angle that mic if you want to get more into it, if you want to really, st- really want to stick your, your jowl in there. What's up, everyone? I'm the Crisp Doctor. Crisp Doctor. Huh? Yo. See, now, Yo. oh, this Yo. is it. Yo, both ears. God, I just figured it out. How's that? How's that for a solution? Yo, I got both ears. He got both ears. Okay. Oh, man. What the hell? Yeah, this is my station. We're about to get into that station in a second here. You can control that. See? Feel free to control it if you want. And see that See that far right one? See what that is? Yeah. Typically, I don't allow guests to control, but I'm allowing you to control today for some weird reason. I don't know why. Socks. Hello, socks. Chris, are you ready? Socks. Are you ready? Yeah. What do these do? Nothing. Whatever you want to do. Hello, you're listening to live. This is live to tape podcast. This is this is a uh, French tea. This is Jason Frenchman, also known as the Tea Slave, also known as Burger Boy. Buckle up, the, the toy, the toy sucker. Today I have a special guest here on the program. You've heard about him, you've smelled about him, you've wished about him, you've felt the thunder among us. I just want to let this ride. It's so hot. 
It's truly one of the hardest things of all time. I can tell you what's happening. Chris Locke is punching maybe like a shoebox at like table level. Not a person. It could be a person, but I mean, I guess I did just say it was a shoebox, though. Oh. Yeah. I always dance like I'm punching a shoebox full of my memories. Like old tickets to games and stuff. Yeah. What's a ticket to a game? What? <laughs> like a ticket to a Blue Jay game? All right. Put it in a shoebox. Some marbles. Oh, you make you're saving it. Saving it, saving it, saving it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. That was what we call a, a soft start right there. That tea is probably wicked hot, bro. Ooh. Hey, my guest is Chris Locke. C H R I S space. New word L O C K C. There's an E. E. C H R I S. Wait, what's that one? Oh, see, put this, put yeah. this one, put these ones in the middle here. Put those ones over there, like all the way in the middle. Yeah. Put that yeah. little click. Yeah. And put that one down. Yeah. And put that one in the middle. Yeah. See, now you can, this is sort of, see right there? That's the pitch. Yeah. So yeah, you kind of yeah. get some phasing going on right now. What we're, what we're doing right now, Chris, uh, Chris Locke is a Canadian. Uh, he's a comedian. He's a expedient. He's a, a Welsh explorer. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Chris introduced me to that track we just heard called Ghostbusters by Early B. Early B. Pro- who's since become probably one of my top two artists in the reggae genre, if not music in general. If not music in general. Reggae is the best. Reggae is the greatest. What we're doing right now, too, is... Um, I'm learning. This is an unprecedented podcast right now. I mean, I've been wanting to get Chris on for years, actually. Yeah, yeah. probably like 10 years. Probably about ten years ago, I was like, "Hey, we don't know each other, but I want like, something's going to happen in the future one day." Yeah, can I try something? Yeah, go ahead for it. Chris, I'm your dad. I'm proud of you. Oh, your dad's a sweet guy. <laughs> your dad's a real sweetheart. No, I am. Are all Canadian dads proud? Uh, yeah, man. Pr- pride is the form of love, right? Yeah, they're proud as hell. It's weird though, because you don't even have to earn it, so we're pretty lazy. Really? Oh, you just get it. You yeah. just get it from birthright. Yeah. Thanks so much, is what Thanks I said so when much. I was born. <laughs> right when you were born, you said, thanks so much. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Um, right. So what we're doing right now is I'm, I've given yeah, Chris... Well, okay, I'll say. I saw you... Say what you want. We already... Uh, I don't know. No, like, I think we... We say met each other mean. in Calgary years ago. We did. During a flood. During a fucking massive, not but, just any flood, but a massive flood. But then we didn't know flood. each other's comedy yet, but we no. already liked each other by hanging yeah, out. Yeah, because I think we liked some of the same music right yeah. away. We're like, oh. But then when I saw your set at Andy's show in Montreal at Just for Last, I was like, damn it, of course. Andy's like show. Oh, Andy Kindler. Yeah, that was, an, that was also a few years ago. Mm-hmm. That was really, really good. Thank you. Like you fought with the mic stand, you're yelling at it like it was a New Yorker that got oh, in your yeah. way. Oh, yeah, at the comedy bar. Yeah, that's a great venue. No, no, that was no different. No, that time. was Montreal. Yeah, that oh, was Montreal. Yeah, whatever. It was that weird club where there was like skulls all over the wall. Oh, the catacombs. the catacombs. That place sucks. Yeah. Just kidding. It's okay. <laughs> Everything's cool. Mm-hmm. Hi, welcome to Everything's Cool with the Tea Sippers. My name's Jimmy, <laughs> and this is Cash. Ouch! <laughs> Stand back, cause it's hot in here. If it's hot in here, take off all of your clothes. Yo, send us a pic of you putting your tongue on ice. 
Yo, what's up, y'all? So this is pick of you putting tongue on a. Hey, if you got the balls, we've got the we've got a we've got two tickets to the Claremont machine. It's uh these guys these guys are a real cool new band. If you stick your tongue on ice and show us, you might be in for you might be in for a real treat. I'm proud of you. Look, I am. Look, here's the deal. Uh, I'm just so proud of you. Okay, I'm just so proud. If you want, you can angle that mic a bit down. You can really get on it. That's how you get yeah. the most out of that. If you want to get in it, check this out. I'm proud of you in heaven. I'm proud of you in heaven above. I'm proud of you in heaven above. And you can also go this way and be like a you know. Hello? 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 Yeah. It's a playtime right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is like I'm I'm all all of I'm every band on In the Red Records. Ooh. You know what I mean? Do they do that? In the That's Red? all reverb. Who who's all reverb? I'm trying like to just think. all those garage bands that I like. Yeah, they're all really great. I'm well, proud of you. not all of them, but they're all they're all worth a listen. If I was a DJ, that'd be my stinger. I'm proud of you. I don't know if I, I can't do the alien kid voice as well as you do. Oh yeah, What's there it is. Oh, you, you uh, can find it, Daddy. You know, daddy, Daddy. I've logged a I'm lot of hours on these things, Daddy. So one I'm of those is the pitch. The pitch is the you know high pitch, low pitch. Yeah, and the other yeah, one's yeah, more yeah. of like the shape of the skull. The shape of the skull just won an Oscar. Oh, it did? <laughs> yeah, a woman falls in love with a, a skull that's floating in some water. <laughs> skull shaper. <laughs> I, I love you. Did you see that movie? Uh, no way, man. Really? <laughs> no, actually, I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable, the subject matter. What is the subject matter? Like, she falls in love with a uh, fish monster, a sea creature. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, how does she get the like, opportunity it's to like do the that? Because she sweeps near it or something. She sweeps near it? <laughs> she sweeps a broom oh, near its tank. I hate music. I but hate movies, I mean. One time I did this, sh- uh, I played a guy that got killed by a monster on Gero Del Tomo's TV show. Oh, what was that called, the show? Um, The Strain. The and Strain, that's his show. Yeah, and then I met him, and he and he shook my hand and said, you die nice. Wow. Yeah, so I got a compliment from him. That's cool. An Oscar-winning director. And he touched you. He touched my fucking hand. He touched, he initiated the tan touch. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. <laughs> I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. Let me try, like, dub bass lines with this thing. Go ahead. Go ahead, try it. It's pretty good. Let me see if I can find that real quick. I think I know what that is. I'm pretty sure it might be this. No joke. I think this might be it. It might be scientist. Here we go. This is it, isn't it? I don't know. This is scientist rids the world of the curse of the evil vampires. Oh, sick. I don't know, but it, no, it's not this, but this is good. It's on this album, though, right? I don't know. Maybe. I love, like, demonic laughing at the beginning of a song. <laughs> <laughs> One, two, three, four. Supposed to fight. Oh. You 
know what else? <laughs> I'm just giving him teases time. here. I know. And it's dirty. Like, yeah. oh, it makes me, this music makes me really like all my nerves go. Do you smoke weed? Not that much anymore. Not really. But you. <laughs> I have good jokes about it. And I was going to do them on your show. But then uh, we just started getting funny. But it was really funny. Oh, do your jokes. <laughs> do your jokes about weed. Oh, well, you want to hear one joke? Yeah, this is actually, this joke. is a set up punch joke, so it doesn't need me to perform it, really. Awesome. But everybody does dabs now. You know dabs? Yeah. So if you don't know dabs listening, then it's just like this huge hunk of THC that you blowtorch into a bong and then uh-huh. get effed like a thousand times the power of a regular joint or something. I've never done it. I'm so scared. So this is my joke is I, don't, I can't do that. It's too wild for me. Yeah. I can't do dabs anymore. The only dab I do is on the tip of my penis uh, to get urine so it doesn't uh, get on my new pajamas. You don't get a dad soak? Yeah. (laughs) An old man soak through? I'm the only one that laughed. (laughs) I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you, too. I think you've done a lot of good work in this region. Look, we're we're looking to... I screwed up the joke, but do you get it? I get it. I dabbed the penis. Look, we're looking to expand our, our horizons into a region that has a lot of dab dad jokes, so... If we do that, I think we would like to bring you on board. Do you do? Do you do? Do you smoke a lot of weed? Oh, classy Buddha! <laughs> I I really don't smoke a lot of weed. I I engage in a. I like to take the um, take that one stuff, the CBD before bed. I find it. It's kind of weird how good it works. Yeah. It really just does. It puts you down in a nice way. Yeah, it's a good sleep. Good night. Good night, son. <laughs> good night, Dad. Yeah, I like doing that. I'm proud of you, you little stoner. Oh, you do he go have a little stoner? Because you have a daughter. Yeah, she's fucking high as hell. Is she? No. Because kids are kind of always high, right? She's really funny, man. You guys should have kids. Listening, get a kid. Do okay. It. Get a kid. It's easy. It's easy. Yeah. Yeah, you I don't. I used to like. Okay, what happened was, if you want me to be true, I want you to always be true. What happened was. I smoked weed all through high school when my brain was developing, okay. and then I had panic attacks bad in my early 20s, and then okay. I stopped, and now it's just casual, but I think I'm dumb because of it. Dumb? Yeah. But you're not dumb. Well, you know what I mean. You mean like sort of like uh, <laughs> sort of like slow, or maybe like... Um, yeah, I'm slow, and like sometimes <laughs> I get scared. Like literally retarded? Is it normal to get scared? <laughs> yeah, I'm literally... <laughs> Like, is it okay to say that? What if I start saying that? No, he's literally retarded. He's being, he's got ropes <laughs> attached to him so he cannot move his, yeah. at his full speed. I feel like it's okay he's, to say that. No, I'm literally retarded. Look, I'm, I can't go fast. I, I'm, I'm being, I have a speed break on. I'm being retarded by yeah. an implement of, phys, of physics. <laughs> he's literally retarded. But then the people holding the chains yeah. and ropes are mentally challenged? They're challenging you mentally. <laughs> Because you have to honk. figure out how to get around. <laughs> we just figured out. Uh, welcome to Jake and Jimmy's show about how to get around things you want to say without saying the things you want to say. <laughs> hey. Do you ever go to the uh, doctor's office and go, I'm scared. You know what I thought you were about to say to me? <laughs> Do you ever go to the edge? <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite Aerosmith song. <laughs> Do you go to the edge? Never on the edge. Yeah. I can't. That video was weird because the guy drove the car fast and then skidded out, and you're like, that's it? Is that the one with the, the guy who drives, writes his, his name in the combine? Or that's something else? That's, I don't know. I'm crazy, crazy. Yeah. It's weird because it was like Aerosmith. Oh, you watch those videos, and you're like, oh, Aerosmith loves babes. But then the babe was like his daughter. Yeah, that's one of those things where I guess if you're Steven Tyler, you just got to be, you're just on board. Of like, like, look, fuck my daughter. 
Like fuck her. Like for real, you gotta you gotta fuck her. Damn girl, I'm proud of you. Damn girl, I'm proud of you. How's the sound in your headphones? This is what Steven Tyler sounds like when he's not singing. That's what he he, he pitches up to sing. Living on the edge. How's your volume for you? I too, like it. Is it perfect? It's cozy. How about now? Yeah, it's too uh, low. Oh, it felt like yeah, it felt like I this was is good, alone. right? Yeah, the way you changed it, it felt like I was alone in a. Okay, dark I don't want room. you to be alone. Yeah, listeners, you're listening to Live to Tape with Johnny Pemberton. Um, my guest is Chris Locke. He's a comedian who lives in Canada. Um, all you yeah. should you should know you should visit the Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash Live to Tape to visit to get goodies, to get like strokers, to get hot buttons and sweet chills. Uh, there's bonus episode. There's probably gonna be a bonus episode with my boy Chris Locke up in there because Chris is a, a music boy. Yo, and we're gonna we're gonna after we're done doing this, we're gonna dip into that, and you're gonna stand back like um scared. Like, are you scared? I'm scared. Rate you want to tell him tell him to rate and review the podcast. Oh, honestly though, podcast aside, and if you're just listening casually, rate and review it. Okay, this and is that, serious. Could you also tell him to subscribe? And also, okay, I know we're listening to a podcast and having fun right now, but outside of the podcast, <laughs> I want you to subscribe to this. Yeah, or you could stop down and do it. But yeah. I don't care if you stop down. Hit, stop down and do it. Hit pause right now, too, and follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah, so what is it? Let's, let's, do, let's do pre-promotion. I like that idea. I'm at Chris Lock Fun on Instagram and Twitter. Chris and I, Lock Fun. And I have a new web series out right now on, yes. on Funny or Die called Learning Nature with Chris Lock. And okay. someone, someone said... Hey, is it a ripoff of this thing that was made like ten years ago or something? And then I watched that thing, and I gotta say, no, it's not. So just watch it. Who the fuck? Hey, I gotta. That's I, the internet, right? Hey, guess what? Hold on a second. Uh, hold on a second. Real talk. <laughs> People who say shit like that, they can kiss my ass because everything's a ripoff of everything. They want to hurt me. There's something real in this world. I'm a hundred percent original. I'm a ripoff of my dad. You gotta watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I ripped a, my dad off. Yeah. I'm a pure ripoff of my dad and mom. <laughs> I ripped them off. Yeah. I stole the best of what they got, and I made it my own. So <laughs> kiss my kiss my freaking jackbone. My dad looks at me and is always like, man, you're doing what I did, but better. What'd your daddy do? What does he do? Is he a comedian? No, I don't know what he did. He was a crazy person that, like, uh, really? hid. No way. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> he hid. So yeah, he hid on the know. east coast of uh, Canada. And wow. uh, like hated the government and stuff. Oh. He, he, he passed away two years ago. That's why he's talking to me now from heaven. You want to talk? You want to talk about it in this voice? It's kind of fun to talk about something like that because it allows you to allows you to approach the subject, but from a safe distance. Because it's like we're on a show right now. I love this voice. You know what, man? You were asking me if I get high earlier. Right. No, I don't. But one thing I do do is drink a bottle of Kahlua every morning. <laughs> <laughs> Kahlua and uh, you know, looks like a little banana. I'm that way, but with Parrot Bay. That's I'm good. A, have you ever done a body shot of Parrot Bay? What are you guys talking about? Parrot Bay. Yeah, we're talking about how uh, how good it is to do a body shot of Parrot Bay. Body shot? I'm scared. It, it'll be fine. Can you tell me more about your hiding dad? He was. Uh, when I shave my face, which my face is clean shaven. Yeah, he's had a beard in the past. He looks exactly like me. Beard, mustache, you name it, dude. But you, you were you guys friendly or no? Yeah, we were. So it, you were friendly. So it wasn't like a weird thing. No. He just had like a... Well, he's weird, yeah. It's like, do you ever like walk down the street and realize all of a sudden you're fighting with your dad in your mind? You mean like having a conversation that's sort of like... 
the, the having like a conversation that's like a argumentative conversation. Yeah, and then you realize your face looks like how it would be in the real argument, but people don't know that, and they're walking by you on the street, and they're like, "What's up?" Like, are you okay? Yeah. I guess uh, I've had that. Maybe not so much with my dad, but um, but I think I've I've done the pre I've done the brain argument before, and I think it's uh, sometimes I'm like, why why am I arguing with myself right now? It's insane. So you get along good with your dad? Sort of. Here's a story about right now. Okay. My dad is currently in Palm Springs, California, with his partner Jim, who's a man. Yeah. And they're married. They're a married gay couple. Very nice. Congratulations. (laughs) And they are in Palm Springs, which is not very far from Los Angeles. And uh, I was like, my dad's like, you should come visit because we're out here for two weeks. Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, well, I would. Uh, that sounds great. But, you know, also conversely, I do live and work in Los Angeles and I have a, a place that I live that has space for other people. You could, you're welcome to visit. But he's like, I just think, don't think we can do that because uh, Jim has uh, sciatica and the car trip is difficult, even though they did fly over on a plane. So it's not like it's impossible. And so that, uh, basically, they said no, no to coming to L.A. to visit. And uh, so then I'm, I'm asking, okay, well, maybe I'll come out to Palm Springs. I like, have you ever been to Palm Springs? No, I want to go. It really is a great place. Yeah. Palm Springs is this thing where it's nestled in these beautiful mountains, and everyone there is happy because they're, they're, they're having a good time being yeah. drunk and stuff. So it's a good spot. So I'm like, I'll go over there. And he proceeds to tell me that they have approximately uh, eight or nine separate groups of people who are visiting them from eight or nine separate places in America. During their tenure in Palm Springs, they're being like, they have all these like dinners and stuff set up with other old people. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, so I can't come to visit you, but maybe one day on your whole time because. You've already booked. You're already fucking booked up. I like. I was the last person. You telling me? It's like, you know, know, like the last person to get to get a chance to do a booking was was me. So he's a socialite. Not so much a social. No, it's not a socialite. It's like a self-made. There's a really cool yellow bird in that friend right now. And if you see that, oh, you just missed it. He'll probably be back. Sorry. I just saw that and I thought I would hip you to it because it's it's a pretty much an LA thing. You don't see that in Canada, probably. Yeah, yeah, no. I think I was like some sort of a yellow yellow bunting thrush. I've never seen a yellow bird in my life. Really? No. Wow. Well, we can, maybe we'll change that if he goes back there. So what I'm saying is in that my Canada, dad. All the birds wear coats. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like. Well, he like basically asked. Do you think me, he's like, like uncomfortable to hang out with you? Or, no, with I Jim mean like, or something. Maybe, but it's also like... Or he's like lazy. They just have... About making it work. They plan everything rigorously in advance. And I'm like, why didn't you tell me... Why didn't you give me a, a first first look deal? A first crack at the available dates to say, I'll come then. Instead, I get to be the... I'm the last person who gets to decide. So I got to pick over the scraps of what's available. I'm like, Dad, I've got stuff to do. I can't necessarily come during the week when you guys are available. Because, like, they have all these different people they're visiting, and some of them, they can't cross streams for some reason. It's like, I I couldn't possibly meet another person, like some old couple named, like, like Ron and Fran from North Dakota, who are in their 80s, are coming out to have, to have, have, well, they're coming to have lunch and dinner with us at, at Ducky's, Ducky's Tavern, where we have the waitress we love. 
Who's like, more of the planner, your dad or Jim? I think uh, I think it's probably Jim. Yeah. So but, there you go. It's sort of like your dad may <laughs> not want to like ruffle Jim's plans. I think so. Also, Jim yeah. is sort of what I would um, describe conservatively as sort of a sort of like a like a, there's a style. <laughs> I feel like this is great because this might this is all probably gonna come back to me. I don't really give a shit because I I'm, was very honest about this being like, hey, this is absurd. Just let me know when I can come visit you. In Palm Springs, like like four hours. Hey, I told you that my dad was crazy and he's right. dead. Yeah, that's pretty hard. Right, but, but he he's he's also he can't come back at you. And yeah. be like, hey, you said I'm crazy in that podcast I listened to. But Jim is sort of like a he's sort of like has a wicked stepmother vibe. He's got like uh, the, like see? the mean stepmother vibe. You know what? I didn't want to say, but mm-hmm. I kind of felt that in the beginning of the story. Yeah, and then we really got to it. Yeah, but also it's not Jim. Come on, just take it easy. I know, man. Just I know take... you don't know me. Take it easy. Everyone needs to. Everyone needs to just take it easy and chill out. Yeah, chill out, everyone. You're bothering me. So, so long story short, I'm not going to go to Palm Springs. Probably, even though I want to go to Palm Springs, yeah. just for this because it's like, uh, what a hassle. So you know what, Dad, come to visit some other time, and we'll have some wine in the daytime at a local overpriced restaurant here in Calais. Yeah, make the time. Yeah, you you gotta make the time, Sciatica's right? Sciatica's nothing, man. Sciatica, sciatica, what's it? Sciatica? sciatica. That's gonna be the name of this podcast. Sciatica is nothing. <laughs> sciatica is nothing, man. Give yeah. me a break. Look in the mirror and be like, I know I'm full of shit. I know I'm fast. Also, <laughs> they they won't go to Hawaii. I'm like, Dad, you gotta go to Hawaii. It's the yeah. greatest place in the world. Yeah. You ever been to Hawaii? Yeah, but only as a kid. I want to go back oh, now as gotta, a man and live there. I feel, I was running. I was having a having a jogging thought the other day. Just thinking about how. Yeah. You know, people always talk about stuff they want to do. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I'll do this. I want. I really want to go to Russia. And you don't go to Russia because I was thinking like, oh, if you don't go, it's probably because you don't really want to go. But if you really do want to go, you just fucking go. I really want to go to India bad. Can I tell you a, a Hawaiian story right now? Yeah, talk. One of my favorite <laughs> movies right now. Yeah, yeah, talk, bro. <laughs> Yo, check this out. One of my favorite movies right now is Moana. Because oh, I, I watch it with my I heard daughter. it's great. Like, yeah, and I sing the songs, and sometimes I'm mm-hmm. like, "Do you want to sing and dance these songs to my daughter?" And she's like, "Yeah." So, but it's like me that wants to. It's you, so it's your Frozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I drive everyone crazy. I heard it was really great and psychedelic and cool. It's good, man. Yeah, yeah. The art is good. There's some psychedelic moments for sure. Have you ever tripped? Um, only on shrooms, not a. Okay. How was your shroom experience? Was it significant and multiple times, or just no, like- just a few times, and I enjoyed it because. Nothing hallucinatory, but it was like I laughed a ton yeah. forever, and then the like a night sky would be fuzzy pink, mm-hmm. like that's about it. I have um, had some of the most the most funny things I've ever thought were funny in my life have been with the aid of psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah, like funny where, like, oh my god, I can't believe this is a real thing. It's so funny. It's weird because I think I'm like kind of uptight and nervous a lot, and so I say no to a lot of things. But I feel like some of the things I say no to would fix that. But I still say no because I'm I'm scared. <laughs> Why yeah. are you scared? Well, my mom is cr- pretty intense. This is like th- a good therapy one. Cool. I, then, I think it's fun to talk about stuff. I yeah. mean, the, the the but my mom's really intense, and I yeah. was gonna get to it on the show last night, but then we started riffing and joking. Again. Yeah. Oh, that was so funny. Which is weird. Like, yeah, it was the best. Listeners, if you don't know about Kiss My Ass, the live show that it's Josh Fame and I do once a month at the Satellite in Los Angeles, you gotta come. 
I saw some list- some listeners came out. A guy named Oscar gave me a record. Nice. Oscar, man, thanks. And another dude gave me some fucking some wax. <laughs> some <laughs> like wa- just wax? You know, wax like like dab wax. Oh, nice. Yeah. So it was like I was for really hung over because I just got into town two ni- like two nights ago, and then my friends got me really wasted, and so I was like, ah, fuck, I gotta do this show and I gotta be good and stuff. And but then when I got to the show, I, when I saw how you guys were doing it, I was like. Very nice. Yeah, you I was were probably, very comfortable, very happy. Your shit was so funny. It was like one of those things Thanks. where, sometimes I feel the need to interject. Yeah, that was one of the few, one of the, maybe like two or three times ever where I just was like, I'm just, I'm just gonna. It's like a lazy river for the mind, except not lazy like rapids. Yeah, I'm just like, oh god, I'm just, I'm lapping up Chris's, uh, Chris's performance. I want. I'm going to quote you on that for my next thing, whatever. Okay. Rapid River of the Mind. Rapid but River. But we still ended up goofing around anyway. So we that did was goof. like really fun. Yeah, but it was like Keyboard. high. It was, I would call that a, not high profile, like high dollar. It was very high. It was high end goofing. It was like very yeah. much. Yeah. It was oh, like, I, I don't know if you guys, listeners based. can understand this, but listen, I kissed my fingers, you know? Yeah. Are you Italiano? Like nah, but uh, sure. No. Okay. I don't know. I got to do that DNA dab. You want to oh, yeah. go do one? Yeah, let's do a DNA dab. I'm proud of you. Daddy's <laughs> DNA dabs coming up next on Flip Whistle Jack Hut. So you're talking about your mom. What the fuck is my background? Hey, hi, hi. What the fuck is your background? Hi, welcome. What the fuck is your background? My name is, Kel- my name is Kelsey, and I have people on, and I ask them, what the fuck is your background? Sometimes when people lump me in as like a gen- genuine white guy, which I am, okay. but I'll still go like, um, I think I kind of have an olive tint. You could say, you could say you're Arab. There's nothing I can, like, there's, my family doesn't know anything about themselves. Really? They're lazy. How's that? And like, uh... You're not a well, voyager? Like, so my dad, yeah, I'm a voyageur, probably. My, oh, probably. My dad's real last name is Saint Pierre. My last name oh, is Saint Pierre. Saint Pierre. Yeah. C'est français. Salut. Québécois. Alors. Hello. Bonjour. <laughs> non. Um. So ouais. One time I went to the deep, deep Quebec. Yeah. Canada. In the woods, mosquitoes everywhere. That... It was pretty crazy. And these big, burly Frenchmen came out of nowhere, and with their accents, they went. Hey, man. It's pretty cool. That's all he says. Hey, man. Hey, man. What's up? We're just like you, buddy. And it was very nice. Where were you camping? I just made that story up. I've never done anything in my life. I don't know. Everything that you hear, I made up. I've never even had a dad. You never had a dad? Dude, I'm from the sky. You're from the sky. (laughs) People are like, what's your background? I'm like, the sky. So you don't have any background whatsoever, huh? They can't figure it out. It's a mutts, a bunch of mutts up there in Canada. But it's got to be it's got to be a, some sort of a mutt like based in something else, right? Yeah, well there's obviously obviously English and French okay. is the main background. Yeah. But there's like yeah, there's all kinds of stuff Canada, you know. Canada is um a wonderful place. Yeah, it's vast. It's vast. The it's whole beautiful. population of Canada is the same as New York state. Are you and serious? we got this vast mega land. It's I didn't crazy. know there's that. That's minimal. why the entertainment industry sucks there because He's not enough people to get into like some cool stuff. Yeah, yeah. But a lot of good people came from there. Like if you make a show about Toronto, then people in other parts of the Canada are like, "That's not me." Oh, because it's so different. Yeah, and they don't like it. It's got those Calgarys who yeah. wear cowboy hats. Yeah, that place was that was a fucking cool trip. That festival we did, Sled Island. I went back two years and really? or later and did it again for real, and it was amazing. And uh, was it the same? that festival is good, but there's some things about that city that I don't know. 
When is that festival? It's called Sled Island. But when is it? Oh, uh, yeah. We should ask to go again. Yeah. I'll, I I know the guy. We could ask listeners because like they get bands <laughs> like Hot Snakes and stuff there, yeah. and I like those guys and all that. Dear listeners, please uh, make sure to tell your local uh, reporter to ask for Chris <laughs> Locke and Johnny Pemberton to perform on Calgary's festival known as Sled Island. I'm scared. I'm proud of you. He's scared. He's proud of you. <laughs> He's here. He's ready to rip. He's ready to click. Oh, so my mom's like really yeah. paranoid and nuts and intense. And Is when she I was bipolar? like, mm, probably. We probably. never. Should, we should, should. She should check it out. Do you guys still talk? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so you're friendly. But she told me she scared me about acid when I was a little kid because, like, I really? guess she had family members that went to like the hospital for it and stuff because hmm. their brains went nuts. That's weird. I guess I've heard, I've heard of that, but I feel like. The problem with acid is I think people oftentimes take too much. Yeah. Uh, they You don't need that Same much Same with weed, right? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> with acid, it's a thing where I feel like in terms of like a psychedelic experience, you get more from uh, psilocybin than you do from LSD. Yeah. Because psilocybin, I mean, it's psilocybin is more emotional. It's kind of like maybe uh, harder to deal with, but good LSD... It's not as psychedelic as it is sort of, I don't know, it's like a mental thing where you just sort of feel like stimulated in a way where you ever felt, you know, you get like a ton of sleep and you have like... um Like, like, like how you feel after drinking matcha green tea. Yeah, or for me, I get really high if I have a, a cup, of, a big cup of black tea in the morning on an empty stomach. Yeah. Or maybe like on an almost empty stomach and I'm like, I'm like fucking blazing, right? Not like, not like speedy. I just feel sort of like uh, just very, very, um, a sense of well-being, a very strong sense of, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, that sounds good. I feel like acid sometimes does the same thing, except maybe a bit more like you're, like if you were in war and you just got three headshots, you're like, you're in the moment. You're kind of like... Well, you got shot in the head? If you got, if you, if you, you should perform three headshots, if you're like a, a, a soldier... Hey guys, I died in Vietnam. You died in Vietnam. You know what I'm trying to do now, for what? real? I'm trying to get pure. You told me that when you came here. Like, that's also why I got mad that I got so drunk, because yeah. I want my body to be pure. I want to, like, do yoga and meditate, and then um, also, like, try and be sober and eat healthy food. I do think it's cool, though, that you, you turned me on to the uh, Caribbean roti. Oh, yeah. Well, see, that's where... Okay, so I, I'm a kind of chubby, I guess. Mm-hmm. What? No, but <laughs> yeah, but like people think maybe it's like I'm classic beer guy, but it's not. It's mostly Caribbean and Indian rotis. Really? Toronto has but, the best Caribbean and oh, Indian rotis ever. It's one of the greatest things I've ever had before, and it makes me sad. Yeah. I, I can't, literally cannot have it here. If it's here, I don't know where the fuck it is. Really? Yeah, I, I was talking to some other L.A. buddies just before I came over, and right. they don't know any good real Indian places. There's a good Caribbean place up the street. Really? Uh, it's called Sat Down Jamaican Restaurant. It's you want to go? Yeah. Do okay. they have ting? They got, fuck yeah, they got ting. Hi. Ting is a grapefruit soda, right? Yeah. Ting. You ever had ackee and saltfish? Yeah. You have? Yeah. You've had ackee? Yeah. Ake. Oh my god, it's crazy. Where'd you There's have that? There's this place in, have you heard, oh, did you go to Kensington Market with DDP in Toronto? I went with you to some place, you and DDP. But we went to Albert's. That was like up north too. That wasn't even really downtown. But there's this place in that has Jamaican beef patties, but Mm -hmm. they have so many that they have like an Aki fish beef patty. Oh my God. Yeah, man. That's crazy. Aki's is crazy. Listeners, Aki is a fruit. 
that's partly incredibly poisonous if you eat the wrong part of it, right? If you eat the seed. I always eat the wrong part. I don't give a shit. You just you just blast it through. <laughs> you digest it. Yeah. You just fully digest it. Yeah. My stomach's yeah. like, get out of here. But you like to eat that stuff. I mean, if you go pure, though, I, I think know. there's something pure. you think pure. it'll be boring? Well, here's what I think. Here's my two cents. Okay. Is that there's something about eating food that really tastes good. It's like, that's what life's about, right? Yeah. Well, I also think that human beings are like these pressure cooker pots, and I think yeah. that like with alcohol and drugs especially, we need to release that valve every now and then. Yeah. Oh, I sound really attractive. Keep it on. Keep it up. If you want to do a full mix on that, that one your right hand's on, pump that one to the yeah. top, your hey. right hand, your right hand. Uh. Hey, hey. Pump to the top. And hey, Chris, then... you're attractive. Yeah, you sound attractive. So <laughs> you're saying like you need to have the pressure off like in terms of like you got a party? Yeah. Like, you got to, like, oh, I got to do some shots and, like, go a little too far once Yeah, in a while. like, it's like, so. I think, like, feeling bad after getting super wasted is the yin and the yang of getting wasted. Yeah. And that's what I have to accept. Yeah, you just got to accept it. Like, how can you feel that high with your friends when you're so effed and then the next morning be mad? Because it's like, no, I guess I needed to trade. You know, I needed to yeah. trade that high. You've got you've to pay for it. You only know what's good by suffering. Everything has a cost. Yeah. Yeah, like, how do you not, you know... And, and then, then you don't, don't have... And like, and then you get all those bits for stand-up where you're like, I'm getting older, so my hangovers, you know... Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's that's such a thing, all the comedians I know... I always want to write about that, but I try not to because it's, I, you know, it's well, too much. It's not, though, because you would have your take on it, which would be really right. funny, man. Thanks. You have the Chris Locke take. People have to get your albums, too. What are your albums called? The World is Embarrassing mm-hmm. was made in 2013, and mm-hmm. then I released one just after my first daughter was made, born, called mm-hmm. Demons Are Eating My Head, because that's how I felt. They're so good. You should listen to them. Well, they're weird. I've listened to all of them. I love them. Oh, they're, I know. They're outstanding. Thanks. Yeah, listeners. I mean, I don't listen to any comedy albums. That's, uh, that means a lot to me, because I'm a big fan of yours. Well, thanks. I'm going to say that. I only like a few comedy albums, and yours are some of my favorite, because they're just so, uh, I don't know. I just love them. You gotta get them. You got. You gotta. You gotta get them. Are they on Spotify? Rapid too? River. Yeah, they're on Spotify. Nice. Go check it out. Yeah, Rapid River's next. Why just? Why did you call it Demons Reading Your Brain? Demons Reading My Head because that's how I felt for a long time. I only started going to therapy like last year. Really? Yeah, and I was like, oh. <laughs> so what do you think you know? it was? What was going on? Um, just like I think I've I've got the same thing that we all comedians have. Like our brains are weird. You yeah, know, there's a lot of. There's a lot. So like I went too much going on. Yeah, I saw this woman a lot, and then we'd go back and talk about my past, and I'm like, "All right." Oh, that's what it was. It makes me mad because I'm older now. Because I should have done it when I was younger. Yeah. And then I probably would have had a more successful life. But then I also think being like weird is like what made me who I am as a comedian. So it's weird, like the yeah, you know the. It's like what you're talking about. You can't. Yeah, you can't like know the good without mm-hmm. suffering. That's how I feel about a lot of things. Like I feel like. Um, if I hadn't gotten really sick with colitis when I was younger, I think I probably would have turned into maybe kind of an asshole. I think I probably would have been like a lot taller. Very and interesting. I just I wouldn't have known um, like extreme difficulty and like sort of I wouldn't know any kind of suffering. So I think I would probably not be have the empathy that I have now. Like I think I would I would I would really lack the empathy because you know my family had a, had a good amount of money and everything. Like it wasn't there was no real. Now, obviously, there was problems because my, you know, my dad came out and stuff. So that's like a thing. Yeah, that's like not like a. That's not easy for anyone. Even if it is, even if it is like relatively 
I know we're like modern and progressive, yeah. but still, it's like Doesn't a matter. family thing. Yeah. It's real. Yeah, it's yeah. always like it's always going to be a bumpy road, even if it's smooth. Because it's my parents are modern and progressive, and then right. my sister said she was gay um, like ten years ago, and then it surprised us that how much difficulty they had. How much difficult they had with the it? parents, yeah. Because then you're like, yeah. what? It's a you weird know? thing. It's such a weird thing how people yeah. can think they feel that way, but I think it all has to do with about how it's like a personal thing. Because you feel, how does this? What does this mean? How that person feels about me? Maybe I think it's like a. Well, my mom just has the for my thing is like my mom has this idea of what her kids should be, right? And like so, like the world outside, like it, she doesn't get that the world outside happening is not all in control like in being made in her mind yeah <laughs> so when she's like but you're gay but that's not how my mind tells the story yeah <laughs> you know? wait that's not how this that's not how i wrote it yeah it's it's exactly like that so yeah. it's like yeah it comes i'm you're pr- if you're proud of me i'm scared <laughs> my next album is called i'm proud of you I think it should be called that. Are you going to work on one now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, got, man. You got time. We got the kid, our kid coming. I got a lot of new material, man. You got, you literally have new material coming. Yeah. yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> <laughs> when my kid's born, I'm like, thanks. I thought the kids said that to you, right? Oh, it skips yeah. a generation. You say you came out and said thanks. And my then, kid, my children are already born, taking me for granted. Okay, and they're so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When they have kids, those kids will say thanks. Yeah, the first words my daughter said was yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? What were her first words for real? Mommy. Mommy. Yeah. Oh, but number so two. Nice. Number two. Um, I don't know. Probably like um, something progressive. Roti. <laughs> Something that everyone can get behind. So was it? Was her second word problematic? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, problematic was it? Was it gender bias? She said "daddy," and then I was like, oh, "Did you hear that?" She said "daddy," and then she wasn't finished. She went, "Is problematic." Daddy is problematic. <laughs> Mother, can we have a non-gender specific term of endearment from this family, please? Um, yeah, it was weird. Sometimes, like, oh yeah, anyways, no, I can't say. No, it. say it. No, no, no. Oh, you can't. Well, you can you can say it, honestly. You can say whatever you want, but if you don't want to, that's the difference. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah. Okay, you don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to. Chris, Chris, how do I do that? Oh, Chris, Chris, you're attractive. You you're attractive. I'm proud of you. Just so you know, this one here. Yeah. That's yeah. the mix. So yeah. that's how much of it you get. Yeah. So if you I'm want, I'm still learning a little bit. Yeah, you're learning, but you're doing a good job. <laughs> Go see Black Panther, everybody. Have you seen it? Yeah, I did. I haven't seen it yet. I liked it. It's a movie. uh, There's action in it. It's a movie. All the Marvel movies, I enjoy when I watch them, and then when I leave, there's a hole in my soul. Because you're like, oh, I just sort of got passed through. It's like a ghost passing through you. Is that what it is? Yeah, because I watch Thor, and when I'm watching it, I'm like, hit him, Thor, yes. Uh But then when I leave, I'm like, yeah, but there's still no Thor. We need Thor for real. Dude, I haven't seen Thor, but he's a good guy, huh? Yeah. He's I'm writing a movie right now called Thorpe. <laughs> is it about a guy who's like a professor? Yeah, he's got a big Thorpe. screwdriver and he's like, should I use this? I like that. You know? Thorpe. And they're like, Professor Thorpe? Professor Thorpe, are you here? 
just Thorpe. Just Thorpe. Yeah. <sighs> I want to hear more Did about I kill your... the momentum bike. No, there's no, there's no... Thorpe. Uh, let's just take a, take, a, take a we'll take a quick break and come back. When we come back, we'll be back. Okay. Tell us about your parents. Tell us, listeners, you can send, send emails about your parents. Three, two. This old man, he play one, he play for you, electric drum. Let's talk about it. And we're back on the Pepperoni Palace. We're just talking about water just now. What do you think? Well, I think that, um, I think that, uh, I don't know about water. It's one of those things where it's kind of like... Yeah, what is it? I mean, it's easy. For, there's so much stuff right now that's supposed to we're supposed to be scared of, right? Like, oh, it's so bad. It's so bad right now. Everything's bad. Is it privileged? Yes, to say that <laughs> I don't find the world as scary as the media tells me it is. Oh, I don't. I don't think that's in my pr- opinion. That is not privileged at all. I think it's 100 percent true. Of course, you don't want to be in Syria right now. It's fucking so, yeah, like heartbreaking and sad, but, and you wish that wasn't happening. But what can you do about that but shit? But it's weird sometimes when some of these stories become all-encompassing and sort of, and then passionate, sensitive people, which I understand, yeah, choose that to reflect what the whole world is like. And I don't think the whole world is like that. I think I think the whole world know, is getting better. I really do. Statistically, it always reads like that, right? Yeah. With like violence and stuff. Violence, everything. Basically, everything is getting better except for the Pacific trash gyre. <laughs> you know that big, you know about that thing? Yeah. The island that, of plastic? Yeah. That's like the yeah. one thing I guess that's not getting better. Um, they're going to start building houses on it. I wonder if they can. <laughs> yeah. How bad does it have to get? I guess the oceans aren't getting better, right? We're, st- we're overfishing. What if it was a secret laboratory for a bad guy? Like what kind of like plastic boy? Yeah. <laughs> like Mr. Mr. Uh, Mr. P.E.T. 6. Here's my impression of Plastic Boy. Do you like me? Um, hi, Plastic Boy. I, I think you're okay. Then I'm going to stop being a bad guy. Okay. Well, um, you have to clean up your fucking mess, though. Shit. Um, does no. that mean no? No. No, 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 no. 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 I don't know, man. I think... Henchman. Henchman. Get Johnny. Uh, we don't. We don't have. We're not authorized to get him, sir. We don't have enough plastic swords to attack. I said, get him. Okay, we'll get him, baby. Okay, uh, that's a weird to talk like this in this way. Oh, behave. What if I was like, what well, go on? Don't you understand know my corruption? All this and all. My man cut Chris Lock. This man. I come from Canada. I can't stand it. Wait. What do you think? Check this out. It's pretty damn good, man. It's pretty damn good. I love music. I love putting chapstick on. Uh huh. Hey, Last night, the drummer, one, one of the drummers from the OCs, really liked my set, and that meant a lot to me because that fucking yeah, fucking band rules. They're great. Uh, that's probably what we first bonded over is how much we love that band. Maybe you're right. I think it was in yeah. that dark, scary hotel. Yeah. So, listen, what happened? <laughs> what happened was we were in Calgary, and we were staying 
Calgary had like this was like a, a century flood. It was a big. Yeah. It was like a worse flood than 120 years, some shit. Yeah. Like it, a river uh, overflowed and buried like half the city. Yeah, it killed like seven people. They're probably oldies, but it killed. Yeah. Them. I can't run. <laughs> it's always funny who dies in a natural disaster. It's always like this killed his people, and you know. He was probably an oldie. It'd be weird if you're like an old person in a mm. wheelchair and then water starts filling up to your ankles and you just look right at the camera and go, I knew it. <laughs> yeah, we were in this <laughs> hotel because uh, the, the we did one show. Did you do even one show? But like we, it, it was really, in, this is what the Canadian entertainment industry mm-hmm. is like. You guys were sequestered into a better show. Like you guys had like a ballroom to play in or something. Yeah. And then we were doing the basement of a, a club across the street. Yeah, I mean, we didn't you, even get to do the same show together because you guys are from Canada and I was from America. Yeah, we're yeah. bad. Well, that's we're bad boys. But then when I went back two years later, is. it was better. Really? That's what showbiz. Yeah. Yeah, it's just always that way. It's always the visitor. Yeah. Make sure the visitor sees our best soap. Mm-hmm. Make sure they know about. Do you know about the channels we have op- offering here at, the, at our great place? <laughs> It was this cool, like, ancient hotel, the kind that, like, I think, like, railroad magnates stayed at. Yeah. And it has all these... It was great. It's called the uh, like Paramount... The, no. The Paramount <laughs> Old Jack. Yeah. Old Hickory. Yeah. It smelled great. It smelled great. And the power went out on yeah. the last day. And I remember having a great time because I took some Vivants. Yeah. It's like the first times I ever took that. You know what that is? No. It's like basically like Adderall. Oh, I, I should take some, that. I took some of that, and I didn't do anything else. Yeah. And I was like, it was so exciting to be like high on speed and also walking around. Andy Haynes and I walked around in the flood with umbrellas, just checking out like the streets that were totally flooded, like impassably flooded. Yeah. Something about the uh, the excitement of like a of um, when weather forces like you can't there's nothing you can do man you're stuck yeah it feels so good to be stuck because it's like you you had a decision got made for you like that's what i really want to be scared of is i want to be scared of natural stuff are you scared of it though but it, yeah i guess it's a more romantic yeah it's like moby dick or something i feel like that's what i'm least scared of yeah but that's what i mean like it's like fear but it's also like <laughs> it's kind of excitement because yeah. it's like you're putting yourself into the uh it's just it's it's real. Yeah. It's like very real and it has it doesn't care about you. Do you want to hear something about that hotel that's weird for yes. real? Um so when the power was out uh, in one of the old dark <coughs> hallways, mm-hmm. I saw a slimer. <laughs> God damn it. What? Yeah, I thought you were about to give me something for real and you did it. I saw my dad. You saw your dad. I want to hear more about Is your that dad. More real? Yeah, tell me about your dad. I want to hear about this. His name's Michael. Okay. His name was Michael. And what, it, what, what? He was anti-government guy? Yeah, he's one of those guys. Like, I think he probably would have... Like, he... Before he passed away, he said he liked what Trump was saying. That makes sense. It sucks. Does Libertarians it, are great. I don't know. I mean, there's such a scale of them. I know. It's weird. Like, I don't even think they agree with all, each other. I don't think... I'm liber- I have libertarian tendencies for sure. A lot of stuff. But well, the garden and stuff? Yeah, garden. I feel yeah. like, like self-sufficiency is yeah. uh, important. Oh, um, me too. I'm about that too. One of my favorite sketches of all time of Mr. Show, though, was the guy that was like, get off my land. And then they give him his own land. Uh-huh. And then he tries to buy groceries with sticks and rocks. <laughs> I haven't Do you seen remember that? that. No, I haven't seen that oh. one. Yeah, there's but a lot, I, I always a think lot of that. that. Yeah, I think it's of like those guys. It's like false equivalency or something. It's like a thing where yeah. you think you're 
you're doing your you're doing your best to to live your your motto, but you're actually kind of yeah. One thing that's admirable about my dad was he was trying to he bought this property in the East Coast because mm-hmm. he was trying to build a totally self sufficient house, right? And stuff, but unfortunately, he didn't make it in time. But he had you know sort of like noble goals like that, right? But you guys, did he instill that any of that in you? Growing I think up? he's. I think what I got from him is like the anger and uh, yeah, I don't, I, I want to be free. You know what I mean? Really? Yeah. You think you want to be free? I think so. Like, are you not free right now? I don't now? like rules at all. Okay. You know? Have you ever gotten into trouble with that? But it's almost like I don't even like the rules of science. Like, I don't want to be trapped in my body. Like, I want to be light that floats in space and shit. You know how you can fix that? <laughs> Acid. Yeah, man. <laughs> Acid's one. You can take, there's a lot of different drugs. You can be light in space. Yeah. Maybe you need to go into a K-hole or something. Sure. The one thing that's happening in Toronto right now is everyone's dying of fentanyl. Oh. Yeah. Really? It's like it's actually a really big problem. It's crazy. Who takes that stuff? Uh teens that are doing like shitty coke and stuff. And they're doing coke. Pills. Why are they doing that? Uh they want to party. So they take the fentanyl as well as coke? I don't they don't know. Like I think people are mixing it in or something. It's oh, weird. It's an anesthetic, right? Yeah, but I think it's got like one million times the power of morphine or something. Oh, so it kills it's, you. It's it just not, kills you. I don't know why you'd. Yeah. Is it a painkiller? I don't know. I don't know much about it. I just know that like every day a kid dies from fentanyl in Toronto fentanyl. right now. But it's not so much a kid. It's like a a party kid. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I shouldn't say kid. It's like I'm a just um, a kid to me. It's like a. Uh, it's a it's a hipster of sorts, but more of like a yeah. street hipster, right? Or maybe even just like you know like our club goers. Hipsters, not even. You know what I mean? Club kids are a little different. Yeah. You're never a club guy, huh? Man, so some of my all my high school friends were, so I'd go right. with them in high school. And then as soon as I was free from that, I was like, Oh, see ya. And then I got like baggy clothes and shaggy head. What's that mean? You were into like grunge? <laughs> yeah. I was like bound and out, chicka down out, boom bound and out. Now 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 now. That smells like teen spirit. Yeah. So you were a grunge guy. You got really into... Was that the first music you got into? Well, I guess like I'm thinking late 90s now is the time that I was like, you know, that age. How old are you? 36. Sick. I'm older than you. How old are you? Say it. Fuck. Too late. I just turned 40. Awesome. You're wearing it well. Thanks. You got a kid. Yeah. So I can have, still have a kid, right? Yeah, you can still have a kid. Okay. Yeah, men can do it. Right, but you gotta have the woman too. What? Yeah, <laughs> it takes two to it takes two to have a child. Um, does anyone listening want to come back in time with us and go to a rave? I would actually. I would love to do that. I used to love going to raves. Yeah, I went to raves. I did like this thing once. Toronto was big with that shit, man. Yeah, I did this drug once called ephedrine or something. Or ephedrine. And then uh, that's I was, speed. Yeah. Okay. So I did do it. The Mormons used to take that. And then I was dancing for like three hours without even knowing. And then I, uh, this was actually in Halifax. That's and then, cool. Uh, and then I go and check my pulse, and it literally dun, felt dun, like dun, my dun, heart dun, was going to explode. Dun, dun. And I was like, oh, okay. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Where did you get that? The ephedrine. Uh, someone just gave it to me. Someone was like, hey man, take this pill. Yeah, and, and I didn't think it was working, so I kept smoking joint after joint. How old were you at this point? Nineteen. So you partied pretty hard back in the day. On and off. You were like a real, like, um... That's kind of why I'm... Were you a scene kid, do you say? A scenester? No. I don't know. What? I don't know. I just, like... Yeah, I guess I went with the flow for a while. So yeah. you were, like, at all the all the events. You would be, like, if someone was... 
if if there was a show, a band playing, you I were went there. every. Yeah, I went everywhere. Was were you in I college? I went to every then? ska band. I saw Mustard Plug. <laughs> Mustard Plug. Do you uh, remember those? Guys? I remember Mustard Plug. Oh god! Did you skank or no? I fucking did. And you know what? I was in a punk band in high school, and we played some ska. Really? And then, yeah. Oh, God. I'm so embarrassed. Why are you embarrassed? But it wasn't like real ska. It was like the song Bob by No Effects. Uh, do you wait, know that one? I don't think I know it. People Bob? listening, do you know that one? Do you know Should it? Should I play it right now? Yeah. It's got one little ska part. It makes me uncomfortable. Why? I don't know. Because my pants were so big, and I had zits, and I, you know? Wait, it makes you uncomfortable. Why? Are you just embarrassed of it? You know what? I don't even think third wave ska is influenced by original Jamaican ska. I don't. They're influenced by like madness or something. Is this third wave? Well, not. Well, this is like. There's like a ska part. (laughs) Which? How far in is it? This is the voice that's in my head every day. This is like your alter ego is like a little (laughs) snotty kid from the suburbs. Hey, fucking ma, suck my dick, cop. Yeah. Are you from the suburbs? Basically, yeah. Yeah, me too. I mean, Rochester, Minnesota is a suburb of nothing, but essentially... Minnesota? I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, maybe I did. Yeah, I'm from Minnesota, bro. So you're just below Winnipeg, man. Sort of. Uh, no. Sort of, yeah. Sorta, I mean, no. I'm southern Minnesota. But not that it makes so much of a difference. Yeah, yeah. There we go. I played this oh, on this guitar. Part. I'm so embarrassed. Right? My penis is shrinking into my body right really? now. This is great. Skank, skank, skank. Pick it up, 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 pick it up. How about that? Can you say that? Pick it up fast. Pick it up, 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 pick it up. Yeah, and then they go. It's the whitest shit ever. I think the fact that you and I both just said you're from the suburbs. Everyone listening right now is like, okay. Like now the podcast makes sense. Now I get it. Why? Because we're because we're just we're suburban people. Yes. But the problem is, if you're not from the suburbs, you're from the city. And if you're from the city, you you're cool. are so cool that by the time you turn 19, you're like a fucking housewife. Uh. <laughs> you're like boring. All you care about is colors. Yeah, and you're like, I've, I've done cool. I mean, a lot of people, that's really true. It's what? like you just, you, you get over it so fast that you become conservative faster, I think. One thing that's important about the suburbs that people don't talk about because I don't think they like it mm-hmm. is the... Getting super, super high in just like a parking lot or a park. Right. And exploring your mind with your friends. How important that is to be yeah. like creative and like thinking about the world and shit. Yeah. Finding your own sort of thing to do to entertain because you live in sort of this just really blah yeah. place. And anything, anything that is exciting is something where you associate with people you don't like. In the neighborhood I had, the one of the biggest, where I grew up, the one of the biggest things that happened was the senior PGA played at the golf course near oh, us. Oh, man. And that, like, everyone was like, let's go! Wow. And I you was mean, like... go to see it. Yeah. And I'm like... Why do you want to go see the seniors, seniors play golf? Yeah. And so now it's funny because there's a part of me that was always like... Because I was, like, sort of punky and as a yeah. kid and stuff. So I'd always, like, dress like a, one of those guys, like a conservative, like, khakis and golf shirts and stuff. Like, well, you would as sort of like a joke. But as, like, subversive. And yeah. now if I And I still like that look, but mm-hmm. now when I do it, I can't pull it off as subversive anymore. I just look like a full-on yeah. dad. But I guess, you know, what's more subversive is being a full-on dad, which you are, yeah. and not trying to be a fucking... Pff, one of those people at a coffee shop who are like, dude, you've got three kids. Stop dressing like you're going to a fucking concert yeah like just 
It's okay. It's okay to let, get flow with the flow with the river. Yeah, I think I panicked when my daughter was first born. I was like, "All right, time to wear khakis and take karate lessons." Uh-huh. But then I didn't, and uh, I think it's okay. But you, so you really like having a kid. You said I do. That. Yeah, I think family. Like I never thought I would. Yeah. And then uh, obviously, me and my wife love each other a lot, and that's important. That's an important factor. Right. And the yeah, and then the love of a family is mega, and I think you do grow stronger and bigger from it. So was that something you didn't realize that right away though? Right, it was something where. How did you know you wanted yeah, to have kids? Yeah, I was in like a. I mean, that's what I mean. Man, I was in like a tailspin for like a year. For like sure. what kind of tailspin? Well, because my dad died like two months after my daughter was born. And you were you guys? And he close? only skyped with her once because he was no, he was living on the East Coast. But was you and your dad weren't very close though, huh? We were, but it was weird. So how it was like estranged, but like we kept in contact, you know. So you sort of have? Did you have some sort of resentment for him? Yeah, man. Okay, that's what I'm asking. <laughs> Maybe not. Oh yeah, I feel like that's such a natural thing. I think it is too. I, I feel like even everything if you're I describe, close with that's your dad. resentment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like resent him for not for asking me last. Honestly, to Springs. I feel like it's weird. It's like me and my friends were talking about this at breakfast today. Right. Squirrels, and then oh my god, you went to squirrel. Yeah, that's funny. It's like rice and eggs, but uh, it's uh-huh. good. I guess is that place cheesy? I've we never were even in line been. For a while. There's always things. If there's a line associated with a restaurant. I want to throw paint at people in line. Yeah, I think that's a good call. I just it felt really cheesy. But it's very good. Yeah, it's good food. So it go. was good food. But I think like... So you're talking we, about this at breakfast. I don't know. But all three of us have like... Our dads are gone. Yeah. <laughs> and so we were saying like... Don't you think that there's kind of like a defining moment with you where like... It's really dark and it's weird to talk about. But like you don't fully become 100% yourself until your parents are gone. That That's feels interesting. fucked, eh? And then it feels fucked to say right now, but I think no, it's No, I don't true. think it is. I don't think it's fucked. It's interesting because I always think about stuff from the perspective of a plant. Yeah. And um, Me too. I think of us as flowers. Right, Are you okay. talking about like the seeds and stuff? The seeds. Yeah, man. I, I think about that all the time. And essentially a plant is dying to give life to its offspring. Yeah. So if you, if you pull back on water when you're watering something... It tells the plant, okay, we're not getting enough water. It's time to reproduce. Yeah. And so it makes the seeds, and that's that's how you get like a t- you get better tomatoes. You get them to start flowering by pulling back the water. And so it's basically it's the plant's giving up its life to reproduce. Yeah. So I guess you could say there's two things. I mean, part of, part of me thinks that this isn't totally true, and it's like if you once you have offspring, it's like your life becomes in some sense, to keep their life alive, right? Yeah. Once you have, once you have kids. That's like, the purpose is yeah. like a good feeling. It's a nice feeling. Because it gives you purpose. Yeah. But it's, yeah, it's a weird thing because it's like, it's like not, I have trouble figuring it out because it's a thing where, obviously, the parent is responsible for keeping, for teaching the kid and keeping the kid alive. Yeah. And so, you also have to do, you have to help yourself and help the kid because you, if you help yourself, you're helping the kid, right? Yeah, until you die. Until you die, and once <laughs> yeah, you so die, yeah. So righteous people that are like, there's a real like argument right now, and I get it. I do get it. You can totally not want to have kids. I get it. Uh-huh. But blaming people that having kids is ruining the environment or something is kind of weird to me because who says that? Like, but this is the thing. I think people say that that are actually just making up an excuse of not admitting that they just want to live like a sort of selfish life to themselves yeah. which is fine i get it because mm-hmm. uh, i was never a guy that thought i'd have kids either but right. you know what here's my worst case scenario if the world is fucking 
uh, blasted and we all die, mm-hmm. well, then maybe our kids will fly a spaceship to Mars. Right. Like, there's still possibilities. We don't know what the future is going to be like. So standing there and being like, don't have a kid. It's ruining the planet. It's like, you don't know anything, mm-hmm. man. I could talk to you about lots of stuff and you're dumb. Yeah. I mean. So I think people avoiding not having kids sometimes with like a righteous attitude, they're staving off the natural process of they're letting their seeds blow in the wind. Mm-hmm. Because that's all we're everything in our brain's hardwired to like yeah fucking make it yeah we over we over intellectualize everything but really we're just like animals doing exactly what animals do every fucking time yeah so it's like we're slaves to all this stuff that's like unconscious within us and yet here we are like over analyzing but you read any philosophy any religion mm-hmm. it always comes around to the same like beats you know what i mean like the right. per- the same steps of like reason what stuff do you find is most interesting like what philosophy do you like reading the most Mm, I guess when I you like, say that, what are you thinking about? I don't know. I'm like a dilettante. I don't know much, but I like. I like. Uh, I don't know much. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know much, but I know Yerga Chefe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to say because I'm not an intellectual. I'm. Dumb. It's okay. I like some like uh, in, um, you know, I like Zen stuff and I yeah. like Taoism and uh, I like um, some existentialism stuff. What's like an example of Taoism? I feel like I don't understand what that means. Exactly. Taoism is nuts because it's nothing. Taoism like, is sort of like when I like. Do you want to know the Tao? And you're like, yeah. And they're like, you can't because you just thought about it. And you're like, huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's like the uh, sort of the paradox. It's weird. Do you ever read those old Zen stuff? And they're like, mm-hmm. Master, what is Zen? And then the master pushed him in a mud puddle. And it's like, <laughs> great, great. <laughs> I always think about... <laughs> That's um, not functional for me. God, I'm trying to think about what that thing is. But I like it. Yeah, I do like that stuff where it's sort of telling you that there's nothing you can do. Well, it's weird because sometimes when you go back and read all that weird old Stoic stuff now that everyone's into, it kind of creates well, these weird alt-right guys. What's the Stoic stuff everyone's into? Like all this like be the best you can be and it's like real discipline. Like, and, like, fun, like what's it called? I, Transcendentalism? I don't know. That's later. That's, what do you th- oh, I don't know. Oh, but, but I, don't, I don't know at all what you're talking about. What Stoic stuff you mean? Sort of like... I guess like there's this book that everyone's reading now by Marcus Aurelius, but I don't really know it. Marcus Aurelius, he's The a, Roman guy. Yeah. He's an emperor that like thought deep thoughts. I think it's good, but also like apparently I... So I was reading it recently and then mm-hmm. like uh, I saw that on reviews people are like, this is what all the alt-right boys are reading. Really? And I'm like, oh, crap. But it's not <laughs> like you're going to get infected. You can read it and not be, become that. Isn't that weird? What? You know how things are like that? Like weird yeah. groups own stuff all of a sudden? Yeah, I hate. I really hate that. It's something that bothers me extremely because it's like, how dare you? It's like if I watch Fox News, but, oh, you, why are you watching that? It's yeah. Like, it's not a fucking disease, man. It's a TV show. It's also pretty funny. Like, oh, how dumb are you to think that I'm so dumb that if I look at something, I'll be infected by it? Yeah, that's that. Just, I, that's just that person trying to make themselves feel smarter and I better. feel the opposite. I feel like I feel so... Um, disillusioned with all media that there's nothing I would possibly believe at this point. There's nothing I would. Be, there's nothing I would take at full at face value and take it completely in. Yeah, the one like weird nothing. thing about Trump was in like you like we always knew sen- CNN was like sensational and crazy oh, and fear mongering and stuff. And unfortunately, I hate it, but they do behave the way Trump describes them. Absolutely. And then you're like, fuck, because I don't want to give that to him, but he's fucking right. He's and now totally you're like, right. And now we all feel lost. Like, we're floating in space. Like, we have no yeah. reasonable people, except maybe Vic Berger videos. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> he's even like, that, that's just comedy. Yeah, he's like my favorite that's news That's just source. clowning. All it is is just like, that's like a clown running through 
You know what that is? I know, I but that's like, all I want to watch now. Yeah, all that is to me is like it's one of it's like a streaker running through a football game. It's like down to the last minute. Yeah. It's like, hey, guess what? This is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but even Vic, man, even Vic, I feel like he gets wrapped up in that shit. Sometimes I'm like, hey, man, you yeah. know that uh, it's this guy is just an idiot. Who cares? Yeah. Like, I love what he does, but uh, yeah. I know it's weird. Like it's, when you choose a choose a focus, all of a mm-hmm. sudden, then you get like wrapped up in it, and then it's yeah, it takes over. I guess it's so strange. How a lot of comedians stuff. that we love have gotten really political online, and it's weird. A lot of them have, and all the other thing that gets me, I hear all the time. I hear it from, I heard it the other day from someone like a really famous producer, uh, like a comedian herself. She was talking about how they're talking, I think they're talking about Queer Eye for the Straight Guy or Queer Eye, the new show. And how, yeah. how great it is, how refreshing it is. I do love it. It does make me I cry. Seen it. It's it's just a cry fest. It's like yeah. it's like bros loving each other. It's like men. It's just I, very I much like it. it's on Netflix. It's very warm. It's it's it kind of uh yeah, there's no snarkiness at all. It's all just very much like, Oh, I used to be really hardcore Christian and we would we hated gays and this was a an eye opening experience to talk to you and to to have this humanized for me. And they were talking about that, how it's great. And someone said, um, like that big producer was like, yeah, you know, with the world the way it is now, it's just, it's nice to have something like that. It's like, you know what? That's sort of what I'm talking about with the pure thing. It's like, not just like physically and mentally for myself, but I really like, I can be a sincere person and Mm -hmm. I think that's really important. And right now we're still in this, like, it's been like a 10 year or more thing where it's like this, this sort of like giant decade of cynicism and, and yeah. sarcasm and i and i can't do it anymore it's like it's, it's so thi- boring it's like you're just hi- you you clearly see people hiding from saying how they really feel yeah and that's the problem with the world you have to express yourself take it easy you gotta have shame <laughs> yeah have some shame and also it's okay to say that yeah you think trump is right about cnn and you just because i know say like that, i don't even want to say and, that but come but on that's the thing you shouldn't be it shouldn't be like a big deal because who yeah. gives a fuck yeah. It's like the dumbest thing ever. You can't even say that someone's dumb these days <laughs> yeah, because they're like, dumb. "No, I'm not." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'm not dumb. <laughs> and you're like, "Sorry, I, I want to apologize for saying that that person was dumb." Sorry. You know, like, I want to say too about the Marcus Aurelius thing. I'm ignorant, man. I just picked it up. I don't you're know. not ignorant at all. That's if like, you're like listening at home and you're like, "No," then maybe you're right. You know what that? What's the name of that uh, fact called when people? People downplay people with actual skill downplay it, and people without it, uh, up they bring it up. There's some name for it. I talk about oh, like when people think. Yeah, I know. I read about it a while, like a long time ago because everyone was like, because that's what's happening with the world right now. Yeah, is yeah. like the experts are dumb and the smart people are suffering. Yeah, because you're. I, I'm like, um, yeah, I, I play a little piano, and that means you're a fucking like wizard. Yeah, but if you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty damn good at the piano. Yeah. It means oh you, you know there's other keys besides C. Yeah, there's some cool name for I it. I know, I know what you mean. I want it to be the Dunning Kruger effect, but that's not what that is. Wait, are you sure? I'm pretty sure. That sounds familiar though. Is it? Hit I it. Up the Dunning. Hit it. <laughs> Dunning Kruger. Oh, it is. It is the Dunning Kruger yes. effect. <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to the Dunning-Kruger Effect Podcast. I kind of want, I always constantly want to change the podcast into something new. I'm like, yeah. oh, it should be It should be about Dunning-Kruger. It should be called James Dunning and Walter Kruger. We talk about, it's one person who knows nothing, who thinks they know everything, and one person who knows everything, who thinks they know nothing. Ugh.
You're listening to the Donnie Kruger with Johnny and Chris. Hi, I'm, <laughs> hi, I'm Donnie Kruger. Hi, I'm Donnie Kruger. Dude, you don't know. Oh, you do. You don't know fucking shit about horses. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, actually, I'm Donnie Kruger. I'm a horse expert. What's up, everyone? I'm Donnie Kruger. Catch me at the Virgil tonight. Are you at the Virgil night? No, I don't have a show tonight. I don't think I'm going Ooh. skating for my friend's birthday. You skateboard? I do, but I'm going ice skating. It's oh. like a Canadian thing. But you also skateboard. I used to, but I'm too fat now. I'm fat. I'm fat. Too fat with child. <laughs> fat with child can endanger child's life by breaking elbow. Daddy, daddy, are you fat? You know it. You know it. I don't know what sound it is, but it's cool. That's sick. Daddy, are you fat? You fucking know I am, kid. Daddy, are you fat? You fucking know I am, kid. Shot, gotta hit you, bad, sick, and no, I am, kid. Daddy, are you fat? You fucking know I am, kid. Kid, kid, kid. Is there anything I want to close it up with, Chris? So um, people, obviously, people got to buy your albums because they're really great. They're fu- Thanks so much for listening to a Canadian that doesn't live in LA, you know what I mean? Here's what I like about the album. But I want to live here, so I don't know. Chris Locke, C H R I S, space, new word, L O C K E. Yeah. Check out the albums. You got to listen to them because they're absurd, insightful. They're kind of like, you know, they're like you. They're like, they're like that fun, insightful. <laughs> but also, there's, oh, a, wow, there's a story. There's a lot of honesty in there about yeah. eating pizza. <laughs> I, that's what I love, too, man. I really do love that. There's something like I know you're talking about this whole I purity thing, truth. but I love it when people have like, there's like that vulnerability. You have a vulnerability yeah. in that. I think that's that yeah, I'm, goes by it, what you're talking about. For anyone about. listening, I'm weak. Come kill me. <laughs> Help! <laughs> that means they probably wouldn't be able to kill you. If that's a Dunning Kruger thing, I bet yeah. someone tried to kill you. Have you ever had like a, been in a fight? I'm weak. Bring it on, baby. Have you ever been in a fight? Not since like a real fight. Not since grade seven. Okay. And so, I beat the kid up. I bet you did. Did I he be- come out? He started. I, I he was older than me too. And Damn, I got. See, I threw I'm him on the it right now. Listen, listen. It's crazy because it really still bugs me to this day. I jumped on him. I threw him on the ground. Jumped on him. Kept punching his face. Then I thought, this is not nice. And then I got up, and he ran away. And when he was running away, he goes, pussy! Well, what'd you do? Did you run after him? I like walked home because I was like, that's crazy. Wow, what a little bitch. <laughs> I hope he's dead. Did he start it? Yeah. So he, how, did he, I, how did he start it? You didn't tell me. Okay, this is a good story. Let's I do it. I don't think we should wrap up. Okay, well, let me get a song in preparation for a rap, and we'll go, we'll go with the story. Listen to this, everybody. This is, this is what I've been digging for this entire time. <sighs> This is totally true. Okay. Um, this guy, because, like, I don't know why. He just picked on me a bit, but uh, I was still a cool kid, so, like, fuck off. Oh, my God. But, so, we had this dog that wouldn't calm down. Your dog? Uh, Your family? Yeah, and then, like, we tra- took it to all these schools, trained it, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> wouldn't calm down. It sounds like a it? bar joke, eh? The yeah. do- and then, so, one day, I take the dog what to the bar. What kind of dog is it? It was, a sp- oh, it was a Springer Spaniel. Oh, I used to have one of those. I, I think we're from the same, same town. I think we're from the same place. <laughs> I know. I think we might be the same. We're the same guy. But Dog the thing here. is, is, and then, <laughs> yo, show me an animal. I do the sound. <laughs> That's not there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> do you want to hear? Do you want to hear my impression of a uh, sex robot biting off your dick? I thought you were about to say, do you want to hear an impression of a rope? <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear my impression of rope? Yeah. Wow. You do yours. Um, of rope? Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Oh, actually, That's it's a more sassy like rope. 
you want to hear my impression of a sex robot biting yeah. off your dick? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so then this dog... This dog wouldn't calm down. Very bad. Spaniel. What's the it dog's name? It kind of attacked Quincy. Oh, my mom had a dog named Quincy. <laughs> Same place. I don't know if I'm in heaven or hell. Mm-hmm. So heaven. So this Quincy kind of attacked... I'm proud of you. The thing is, is it attacked a, like a baby, basically. What do you mean, like a one-year-old? Yeah, but not in a bad way, but it was bad enough. Was and it outside or inside? It had to get put down, right? Right. Was this outside or inside? Outside. Okay, so what was the baby just walking around willy-nilly? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't there. Okay. But I pictured some funny stuff just now. Like right. a baby in a diaper walking around being uh-huh. like, with, hey. a gu- with a gun being like, I'll kill everybody, and the dog actually <laughs> saved the day. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It was bad. I don't. It's hard to remember, but he got young. put down. Mm-hmm. But then he goes... Hey Chris, I heard you put down your dog because it peed on the rug, and I and I was basically like, no, uh-huh. and then uh, fuck you, and then he came over like what, and then I beat him up. Nice, and he ran away. Yeah, that's what a is sense- that? You don't talk about someone's dog like that. Yeah, man, if someone said that about my dog, I'm, I mean, I've never been in a fight, but no one's ever pushed me right to the point of um, to really having to to defend. It almost it's happened once. Yeah. Britt and I were walking back from the farmer's market. So Brit's, this is older years. This was like recently. Whoa. This was like last year. Britt and I were walking back from the farmer's market in Studio City, probably the world's worst farmer's market in America. Yeah. It is almost, it is like a fucking status festival filled with the most... Uh, like every blueberry has a sticker on it? It's not even that. It's <laughs> more like there's so much non-farmer... Aspect to it, like jewelry, yeah, and shit. And everyone walking around there is an idiot with like over either with not enough clothes on or too much clothes on, <laughs> way too much sunglasses or not enough sun. Just everyone is like a, a it's like a bunch of human Range Rovers bumping around with their children <laughs> named like like Floxo and Shaza and just weird weird like super status dumbass rich whatever. I'm I'm definitely overplaying this. Wait, listen to this. Chaza, Flaxo, do you love mommy? I love flaxseed. <laughs> well, here's the irony: is that I'm also there. So, well, yeah. I mean, who am I? I'm so much better than everyone. No, I'm just the same thing. I'm yeah. the same. I'm just slightly. Uh, oh, I knows? had a thought that about this, about after your story, if you want. You got the, you got that thought? You got the thought? <laughs> don't don't lose it. Yo, y'all want to hear this? Okay, so we're walk. I'm walking back from that that farmers market. It's not a farmers market. Oh, yeah. also wickedly overpriced. Because they know they can charge a lot because everyone there is wealthy. Yeah. So That's um, what I meant about the blueberry thing. Yeah. And you're uh, like, are these from your farm for real? And they're like, yeah. Yeah, they're from a dirt house in Gonsgrow. <laughs> it's up the road from Fosman. <laughs> Hi, this is a $7,500 slice of beef. Uh, you mean beef? No, beef. <laughs> Special beef. Either way. Ugh. This beef was so happy when I sliced it. Yeah. Ugh. You can't, I couldn't even get. Uh, here's how bad it is. I couldn't get parsnips there. Why not? Too expensive? You tell me. They just weren't even available. Farmer's Market's supposed to have all the vegetables, all the stuff, except for the stuff that obviously like comes from Ecuador. You don't have bananas at a farmer's market because they don't grow here. So either way, disappointing. we're walking back from the farmer's market, right? We're going on a Sunday. It's nice to get some food there. Get some get some food you can eat, like get some rice balls. Get some musubi rice balls. Mm. Oh, that's a good thing. Talk about California, baby. Yeah. That's our roti. Uh, we're walking. I love California, I just want to say. California is the greatest place in the world. It yeah. really is. I'm going to move here with my tra- children. Do it. Well, I welcome you. 
With arms wide open. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're walking back. We walk by some apartment complex. There's this guy sitting on the curb. Looks to be, let's just say, around, give or take, 22. Yeah. He's, uh, he's sitting on the curb. He's crying. And we stop. And we're like, hey, Brent, I stop. Hey, are you, are you okay? Do you need help? And he's like, oh, hey, oh, it's just my phone broke. And I'm trying to call. Uh, I'm trying to call my, my friend to pick me up. I'm like, okay. He's like, he's really crying, you know? And, and we, he, I'm trying to think how to describe this because in my memory it's changed a bit, but he's, he's sort of reveals himself to be a little shady. And, yeah. and, like it's a ploy. Something. And we're really close to our house. We're like a block away. And, um, he's looking around a little bit too much. He's a white dude, like yeah. an attractive younger white dude. Yeah. He's crying though. His screen's all cracked up and stuff. And it's like, I can't remember what he told us exactly, but I think he mentioned something about getting in a fight with his girl. And and I think when he said that, we, we let him use the phone. We gave him Britt's phone to make the call. He called someone. I think it was an actual call. Hey, I'm here. Can you pick me up? And then he get the phone back. And then he was asking for more, something else. And we were kind of like, we're, we're going now. And he said something about getting in a fight with his girl who lived there and he looked at Brit and he gave like a full on wink. Like a wink kinda of like a wink, like a kind of guy who's like, Oh, you you're a fucking you're like a knife fighter. You're like a you're the kind of guy who g- gets away with whatever he can. Yeah. And that's one of those moments where if that had if we hadn't immediately left after that, it's something where if I had a knife, I would have fucking stabbed him. Like I really would've. I could just feel this was like a person who you know, you 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 meet a person, you know, like, oh, this person's going to get, they're going to get killed by someone, because they're they have that attitude where right. they're like, it's like a thief, basically. Yeah, I probably wouldn't have stabbed him, but some of the, one of those things where you probably would have stabbed him under the throat. Yeah, like goes in the knife goes into his jaw. I probably would have straight up murdered him daylight style. Yeah, don't Come, wink at my girl. <laughs> yeah, but it was like that wink said so much. He was basically trying to be like, hey, he's trying to yeah. appeal to her and come on to her. Because it probably works for him all the fucking time, you know. Yeah. He's like one of those, um, like a street rat who's really uh, charismatic. I know what you mean. And it was I so know exactly. creepy, man. It was the creepiest fucking thing. And it was one of those things where I felt like, okay, this is like a this is a vector. This is a bad person who would only take if somehow they were able to weasel them away into the life. It would have to be. It's probably but it's the kind of guy who gets like you know. Jumped and has a shit beat out of him, like dies in prison see, or something. Yeah, it's weird when you see like people in bad situations and then you just walk by and everyone's like, Man, this city's so cold. And it's like, No, man, we've been tricked a lot. Yeah. You know, like that's a thing too. Like that guy tricked us. We were, we helped him out. We like legitimately yeah. like, Hey, can we help you? Yeah. You're, you're crying in the street. And it's like, Oh. And he's like, This is on you, man. You, you, you built this little thing. Yeah. You're not really crying. You're probably waiting for the fucking. He's probably hoping the cops. The cops are probably on their way. He's gotten some big domestic thing with his girl. Yeah. He's probably sleeping with ten other girls. She smashed his phone. He's got to get his buddy to pick him up. Yeah. That's my guess. Either way. Stab, stab. That's creepy. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's a creepy scenario. That's all I got, man. What was your kernel you're about to drop? I don't know. Yes. I I told you to hold on to it. (laughs) I said, oh, yeah. huh? Do you want to just say it? Toilet. Toilet. Well, the thing is, it's like, 
I was sitting around the other day thinking that everyone's stupid, but then I thought, <laughs> but then I thought, wait, uh -huh. who's stupid? The guy that just sits around thinking everyone's stupid while right. everyone else is out enjoying themselves, not thinking shit. It is. That's the that's the great irony all the time, right? It's the thing where um, the people. I mean, it, it always goes back to the ignorance is bliss thing, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's weird. It's like. How do you get yourself in a state of ignorance without being ignorant? It's sad to know that we all go through phases where we're like, we can't unfurl our brow and we're like mad at everybody. Yeah. But then everybody's fine. They're yeah. doing their own thing. They're not thinking about you. Right. They're not thinking, you know. I also does, think does about... Does that ever happen to you? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it happens to me all... A lot of times when I'm driving, I have a problem. That's why I hate driving so much because I, I exact so much judgment on other people. It's like, I hate this. What? I, I, I just did something. <laughs> And then I hate the thing I just did like a half a second afterwards. I'm like, why'd you do that? Who cares what that who cares what that person's cutting in line? Yeah. <laughs> oh, how dare they cut in the line? Ooh. <laughs> long, long highway drives too. You always build narratives like this yeah. guy's on my ass. Yeah. <laughs> this, this fucking this fucking guy's, this guy's on my ass. Yeah, he's got my number. Ooh. We're we're racing. Ooh, I, yeah, we were, and then you look and it's like an old lady and you're like, like oh. uh story is over. Story <laughs> get instantly turned to dust. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I really think all that yeah. stuff it has to do with just our brains are so we just we we're like fucking border collies. We don't know it. You know, it's we need weird. a job. I was thinking about this the other day too. We always think about movies and Netflix dominates our life too. Yeah. And we're like, and we're like, uh, man, we're so like inundated by media and stories and movies. We're just slaves to all this crap. But it's like our whole lives are like that. We create narratives for every fucking moment of our mm -hmm. life. Like we, and it's the. Like even going to buy blueberries at a farmer's market becomes like this Joseph Campbell hero's yeah. adventure. It's so funny. <laughs> Everything has to have a narrative. I never thought yeah, about that. It's weird. I'm going to kill myself. Okay. Um, uh, scrub, scrub that from the track. I'm proud of you. Uh, I'm scared. It's the second time I've had a normal burp in a long time. Normally I burp sound like a little, like a wheezy, a wheezy creature. Christmas time is here. Alvin, come back here, Alvin. Uh, Christmas, Christmas, Christmas here. I want a painted door. I want to get my face tattooed. Oh, Christmas, what you do? Al, <laughs> Alvin, <laughs> Alvin. I I need to take a moment to tell you how disappointed I am in your behavior. Alvin. Good night. We should talk over this a little bit. This is, this is the first Rhythmix album. Rhythmix? So good. I love them. Sorry. Sorry, this is the second <laughs> next album. Sorry. Rate, rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. Visit us at patreon.com slash live to tape and check out Chris Locke, L-O-C-K-E on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, what's it called? Chris Locke Fun? At Chris Locke Fun. Thanks so much for listening to me. Shut up.